Hello, fellows. Welcome to Dragons Oh My. My name is Dallas Matson. I'm your DM. My pronouns are he, him. Tonight we have Lindsay Bell. Hi, I'm Lindsay, and I'm playing Fern Botanica. My pronouns are she, her, and Fern's pronouns are also she, her. All right. We also have Shiloh Trigg. Uh, yeah, Shiloh Trigg. Uh, my character's name is Mudboy. We are he, him pronouns. We also have uh, Corey. Uh, I have Giyu Otum. Pronouns he, him as well for me, too. I'm Corey. Don't forget Jacob. Hi, my name is Jacob. I'm going to be playing Cad Warden Chillbreaker. He's a dwarf warlock. Both of us use pronouns. And last but not least, Jan. Ahoy! My name is Jan. I use he, him pronouns. And I shall be playing as Snarky Pippins. Also using EM pronouns. All right, and uh, let's get ready to rumble. So two things. One, still haven't put up another episode, so you guys haven't gotten to listen to it, and I haven't gotten to really like dive deep into all the fantastic things you guys have done. I listened to part of the most recent episode, and it was really good really quickly, but I want to just start by giving everybody four inspiration right now um but that's basically for our house cleaning you guys got four inspiration and i'm sorry it's nondescript right now but just imagine you guys are amazing and i'm telling you all the reasons why um <laughs> but despite the fact that you guys haven't been reminded via like podcast does anybody want to talk about what happened last week for one more point we fucked with the, the spider sun and learned more about that weird, crazy, disgusting thing. And it's just going to be tagging along from us from now on. We bought some magic clay wood stuff that is helping us customize the insides of uh, the nightcap tap room. We fucked with Kyrovane, who swooped down. We made it fuck off. We cast our big boy spells and made it fly away. Yeah, you guys cast fuck off. Yep. <laughs> we, we, we cast fuck off, and it failed it safe, so that was good for us. And then we, we, we went back first to Fandolin to tell them that Axelm was cleared, and then they all got the fuck out of Dodge to start going to Axelm. Yep. Um, then we finally uh, went to the Dragon Burrow. And yes. started spelunking in what was apparently some sort of weird cursed dungeon that was full of uh, traps and uh, will-o'-wisps. 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 Uh, that's how you pronounce it formally. Yeah, it says that in the <laughs> monster manual, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's It's a bunch of weird letters all next to each other. Yeah, none of them are actually the formalized alphabet. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we got trapped a lot. We stepped on a lot of shit. We grave robbed some heroes of old uh, we found a, a necklace with little fire beads and mm -hmm. uh, a loot from a barred grave and then mm -hmm. uh we went north and we fought something that we couldn't see it was uh, some sort of invisible ghost called an invisible uh, stalker just throw oh, that out okay that would explain a lot about the creature yeah but we fought an invisible stalker that's whooped our lily ass uh, but we killed it as soon as we were able to procure the dragon slang longsword i gave mud boy this long sword and the gauntlets of ogre strength so he could use it effectively and i think that's where we left off yeah that was very good description give give two points to yourself good sir it was sure. good no it was it was very detailed yeah you guys are currently in the underground it's it's a it's a tomb of sorts beneath the dragon barrow mound and you guys have just acquired the dragon slaying sword you guys know that there is still a portion of this uh, crypt that you guys haven't scavenged and 
Well, your friend Cad Warden said maybe it's not a good idea to keep robbing the graves. You guys are aware that you guys found two, three really useful items for fighting a dragon in this place and that there might be more. But you guys are free to either scavenge and loot or you guys can bounce and start heading to the next mission. I will throw this out there. Um, You guys also, as you guys got to the dragon barrow, you guys ran into a centaur named Xanth telling you that orcs and some other magic users were working together in the forest and he wanted to take you there but was willing to let you guys finish up whatever your mission was at Dragon Bar. Um, So he will probably be waiting out there for you if you guys are still interested in it. Yeah, I think we should just head out and go meet up with him. Yeah, and we do need to make a stop by the loggers camp on our way back because apparently there was was something that kept drawing the things that were there, like a person that was summoning the Ankegs, and we need to get rid of it slash them. And you guys also said that you were going to bring rats to him to work there and you guys basically left him in the the little room in that log cabin with the rest of the food we told the rats where to go that's it's what i remember guys? i don't think you guys went back to the rats yeah we no, did. i don't think so. well we made like a Wait, deal with them initially yeah. before we went to the yeah, logger yeah I, th- I think you guys went and dealt with the orcs they were like hell yeah and that became rat city rat rat city bitch sorry of pardon course. me Um, then you guys told them that they could work for the miners and get construction done on the, the place you guys killed the orcs at shrine of Savras. I said it right the first time, but yeah, you guys cleared out this shrine of Savras and told them that they could go back there, but they could still stay working for the dwarves at the mine. And then you guys went to the loggers camp said that, oh, we'll bring more rats to you. But I don't think you guys actually went back to tell them that. Mm. Um, so that is one thing. But you guys are a bit distanced from that. I think you guys are close to the... Um, yeah, you guys aren't far from the loggers camp, but you guys aren't really close to the Mountain's Toe Gold Mine. Actually, I have an idea to deal with the rats real quick. Like, I am going to pop Aurelia into existence. I'm going to handwrite directional coordinates to the loggers camp. I'm going to put her in her tiny little talon, and I'm going to fly her that way like a messenger bird. Hell yeah. Okay. That, <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, assuming you. that'll take a while, because it took you guys like two, two it's three days. Than we, can, we can make the trek, but it's... Yes. So, yeah. But yeah, it'll take a little bit. So you guys will probably get notice of that later, or maybe you guys will go back to town later and hear about the, the wondrous teamworks of the rats and the logger camp and stuff like that who knows who knows we'll find out later but that is a brilliant idea jacob you do good but so do you guys want to check out the rest of the cavern or or do you guys want to just go talk to xanth and head out of here i'm gonna leave this up to you guys cad warden feels iffy about continuing to grave rob once we found what we were looking for but But again you guys also found really cool magical items in like half of the tombs you've checked so at this point like your rate of loot is like 50% per, per loot box. <laughs> How many more loot boxes are there? There's two other sections of the burrow we haven't been Yeah, and so far one section had four, one section had two, so mm-hmm. there could be potential to like eight more boxes. How did the party kind of feel about raiding the other 
to the other well, the other three spots. That's so a good question. That that's how a good does question. everybody feel? Because I think like it looks like uh, sacred tombs. Like it's a place people are trying to be honored to a certain extent. Term. Yeah, the the tombs you guys have cracked open have had carvings on them of the people that they were depicted alive. Yeah. As you look at the tomb, you see an etching of what that person looked in the prime of their life, but holding their like sword and shield or in the mage's case, it was his hand outstretched with a fireball and a staff in his hand. The bard had his loot out. He was, you know, playing on that uh, while he laid down. The warrior had his fist raised yeah. and so on and so forth. So they're definitely like I feel like decorated. Boy has the same attitude as Cad Warden. He's itching to get out of this scene. Okay. Yeah, that's you? just our opinion. So we're Lindsay? like hovering. Something near tells the me way you out. would be like, oh, anything. a weird place with hidden shit that could potentially have magical items. Like that is Yu-Gi-Oh's whole bit. I feel like, <laughs> but I mean, those sound like cool cards. <laughs> exactly. And the funny thing is, if we were playing in person, there's cards that I'm literally supposed to hand you for the item. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that is funny. But yeah, so you got two nays, one yay. Let's hear the tiebreaker, I guess. I uh, think that personally, I would prefer to go out and um, catch up with the centaur. But I think that Fern is curious and she would want to take notes and kind of learn about the tombs. I don't think she's as much worried about the loot as just kind of studying Ooh. the surroundings. Okay. Well, then sh it sounds like you got two people who want to explore and two people that don't really want to. Um, uh, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna roll for Yawn and just if it was like a ten or higher, he was gonna be for it. And if it was a ten or lower, he was gonna be against it. I'm just doing fifty fifty. We'll see. Do it. Do it. Okay, so he wants to look. Alright. <laughs> well we're looking, folks. We're looking. All right. Okay. So just a bit of a reminder, you guys did fall into a pit trap on your way about the the ruins already once. You had seen Will-O-Wisp. You got attacked by something that was invisible. So you guys are definitely on edge. Basically, I'm saying you guys are proceeding with caution. You guys have to, as you leave the room where this battle had ensued, you guys have to be careful as you pass the corner not to fall into the same pit trap. You guys have to kind of hug the corner and leap from one side to the other. But I've got a long stick yeah. just go in front and poke stuff. That's my recommendation. Cool. I'm going to say you guys are back in the center, and I want you guys to tell me which direction. Again, you guys have gone north and west. You guys have the choice of east or south. Which one would you like to go down, and who is taking the front with a stick? What's the marching order? I guess I'll be in front with my pickaxe, just hitting the floor and shit, because I'm the tankiest of us. <laughs> I have the thickest skeletons, so who knows? My dwarf, very dense. Yes. Okay, so south or east, and who's behind Cad Warden? I'll go behind Caddy. If we go okay. east, it might be another burrow, like the, the bard and the wizard and the cleric and the fighter. That's what I'm thinking is in there, because uh, it's the same size. It's another wing. South is just a tiny little head. It's a tiny little, tiny little head. Okay, so as you guys are making your way forward, Cad Warden using his pickaxe, every tile to just kind of, he's holding the head of it, and using his arm to push out, and he's able to push pretty solidly onto each of the tiles as you guys are making your way down this hall. And it's a good thing he is, because 
about halfway down, you guys, from the, the stairwell, you guys, there's two paths, but seeing on the other side how it worked out, they both lead to the same hallway. As you guys are making your way down this hallway and you go around a corner, again, it is the same sort of pitfall trap that uh, it doesn't take much strength from Cad Warden to push the ground in and it falls and you can see down below that there's more swords and and wooden spikes prepared at the bottom for whoever falls down you guys have to kind of hug the corner again to get around but you guys are able to make it there as you get to this room there's two more sarcophagi one of them depicts a person holding a piece of paper and a quill and then the other one seems to be holding a mask up to its face and you can only see half of its face. That is what the, the carved engravings on the top of these two tombs have. What would you guys like to do here? Okay, so there's two tombs. One of them has half of a mask and the yeah. other one has uh, like a page and quill. Yeah, a person like holding a piece of paper and a quill. Person. And the other one is a kind person like a holding, a, uh, yeah, or a scribe. And the other one is holding a mask up to its face. You can only see part of their real face. The other half is a mask and it, it's got very plain features. There's no mouth. The nose is very flattened and the eyes are open for the, the wearer's real eyes. But there is not much detail on the mask. And the room otherwise has some sconches on the wall that would hold torches and whatnot. You can see that there is a small table with some of their gear lined out. It's not anything fancy. It's just like broken down old clothes, basically. That is, is there, what's going on. Is there a, some sort of check I can make to see if these are like holy symbols denoting like uh, anything at all or any intelligence check I can yeah. make in general to describe uh, them stone? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Give me a history check. A history check. Okay, it's history check about stone. That means I get advantage because of stone cutting, right? Yeah, baby. Uh, oh, those are both pretty bad, even with advantage. I'm gonna burn one. One. <laughs> it's, it, it's a four and an eight, and I will not stand for that. Okay, much better. Dirty twenty. So you can tell these seem to be portraying a scribe, but what really like throws you off, and like you're looking at the stone, and the stone is like meticulously carved, but. The one that has the mask on it seems a little bit hastily made. Um, like the other one, it was very well grinded down. This one seems a little bit rougher and hewn. And in your history of stone, that tells you that it was the last piece to go in and was probably closed up pretty quickly. Knowing the idea of like having a mask and hiding it, you think maybe there's something concealed within because it's not showing a person's face you think that there's something hidden within okay <laughs> just hmm. out of caution <laughs> can i like i don't fucking this seems creepy right am i being overly paranoid i don't know it's probably protected is there any writing anywhere there's a little sketch there is some writing and it again just kind of depicts the story of the hero slaying the dragon with the sword and how everyone in here like all the rooms have kind of said the same sort of thing, but just like different variations of like how these people were helpful. But that is basically it. It just tells the story and what they played the part in. Okay. Um, 
which confirms the idea that this is a scribe. Um, the one with the mask is a little less clear. His is much shorter. Mudboy's going to get into position to push the thing off on the scribe. Okay. We're going to open that one. If you have ever, the, if the gauntlets of ogre oh. strength, correct? I didn't attune to them. Am I currently? Do you judge that so? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You guys rest. could totally take a short rest and then like have that prepared because yeah, you, Cat Warden did open like the last couple of them with his gauntlets at that time. Okay, so I can do a short rest. You can expend hit die during a short yeah, rest. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys are just chilling in here. Go ahead and use your hit dice for your short rest. Once you guys are all prepared and stuff, we'll time jump. Um, also, I want to say this while you guys are resting in here and just kind of looking around. What do you guys go to sit up against the wall on the north side? You look to the west, and as they do, they kind of see that the wall on the east side doesn't quite meet up with the wall on the north side in the very corner. There's like a foot gap that's like almost invisible to the naked eye. Cad Warden is easily able to tell that like that's a dwarven thing that is used all the time where if you don't know the door is there you'll never find it yeah like a secret chamber yeah have you guys ever heard of uh the the secret garden i'm not going to tell you the whole point of the story but it is basically um in the in the book it's just this wall of ivy when you look at it but if you get real close to it and you're like touching it and you look one way or the other you realize that there's actually a like entrance hidden by the vines that leads into a secret garden basically it's a hidden door that is a little hallway it is two feet wide and it seems to go into the wall for a bit you guys could check it out when you're done with your your short rests or not at all, but I'm just giving you the info. There is a weird little hidey hole on the west wall. And you said Caddy noticed it? I just said that he knew what the, the door was once you guys had noticed it. I think you guys collectively as a group are just chilling, and somebody looked to the left and was like, what the fuck is that? And somebody else is like, oh, I see it too. And then Cad Warren's like, oh, I know exactly what that is. So it's just kind of, it's, it's been kind of a, a group effort no one person necessarily like recognized it but it's not just like a place to hide it is a hidden entrance to like a a tunnel secret tunnel <laughs> what i forget the next couple of words but then it goes secret <laughs> tunnel secret That's tunnel cool. um, you say there's a secret <laughs> tunnel let's bust the wall down <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you guys are, are chilling in this room and you guys see that there's this tunnel here. You guys have rested. I'm assuming everybody is ready to go. Mudboy is now equipped. But either way, we're gonna we're gonna say this does give you more strength, whether it be storyline strength or not. And I'm gonna say because you, you guys rested up for this specifically, I'm gonna give you advantage on opening these up. There is two of them. And you, you can get assistance from somebody else, but I'm going to give you personally advantage okay. on it. Well, number one, I'll open up the scribes one. And that's going to be bonkers off the wall. It's over 30. Okay. Now, everybody make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> I hate to say the guy uh, that I'm the guy who told you so, but I feel like I'm the guy who told you so. <laughs> 
15 plus zero is 15. I'm going to use one of my rerolls with luck. Okay. Fern got 19. Okay. 23. Okay. Who needs luck when you're part of the cards? I got a 20. Nice. We all okay. did so well. Okay, so you guys all passed. So you guys all only take six points of acid damage. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys open it up and a cacophony of toxic fumes and liquids come pouring out of this thing. You guys are able to jump out of the way quick enough. You guys kind of got like the splatterings rather than the full spray. As you guys go up to fully check it out, the sarcophagus, you realize that there was bones in here and there was clothes in here. You can see like bits and remnants of all of that, but it's been completely eaten away with this this bile inside. That is the first one. Do you want to check out the faceless man? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to stand back for this one. I think okay. that soup has spoiled. <laughs> I'm going to hold my action Eldritch fast the shit if anything comes crawling out of there. Okay. Anybody else want to mention anything before he opens this again? I'm ready to dodge, pretty much. <laughs> okay, yeah. I love that. Hey, that's and, cool. Um, that's good. Giyu, you're just going to chill there as well, or are you going to hide? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. So uh, go ahead and walk up to this mud boy and give hey, me another advantage roll on... Who's helping me move this? Nobody now. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Would ability from me Ooh. help Shiloh at all? Um... Yeah. It'll help him open it. I already have advantage. Okay. Uh, well, 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 wait, no. Won't it also DM, you use it how, anytime how so it, it would help you with a deck save? Yes, you could give me advantage on a deck save. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Like, give him that enhance ability but... and give him the ability to dodge out of there if it's if it's something bad. Mm. Yeah, that way it's a little less risky for him. I'll do that. Cool. Thank you very that is much. very I sweet and limber. very smart. I'm flailing my limbs. I feel light. All right. If everyone's out, I'm going to go ahead and move it. All right, cool. That 20. That's a nice. 30 total. All right. So this time, as you open it, you're a little bit more cautious. As you lift it up, you don't like fully use your full strength to just lift it up. You, you lift it up a couple of inches, and you lift it higher on the side that you're not at. Yeah. So all the stuff that comes spewing out of this sarcophagus comes up, slaps against the wall, and there is still spray coming at you, but your friend luckily gave you advantage. So go ahead and give me a deck save. 24. All right. You are able to dodge out of the way meaning you only take three points of damage as this stuff comes almost like, oh, what is that movie uh, where the kid reads a book and all of a sudden cartoon waves come splashing through the fucking library? Oh, and this uh, three page book. Page Master, yeah. Uh, just like the, the cartoon waves came crashing against the library walls, um, it comes splashing out of the sarcophagus, slams against the walls, makes like a full U-turn for you before just crashing at your feet and you dodge out of the way, only getting a small spray and all of your friends staying safe. You tell them it's all clear. You lift up the sarcophagus the rest of the way and you can see that the bones and clothes are also eroded in this soup mixture that sits in here. But there is a solid mask sitting in there, and it is white. It's somehow remained completely intact, but you notice one difference. This mask has a smile on it. Hmm. Uh, I reach and then hesitate and then don't touch it. 
like an okay. anonymous <laughs> very much similar to anonymous <laughs> mask before it was very featureless it was literally like almost like a hockey mask like a jason hockey mask without all the holes oh. but now it's got big cheekbones and it's got a large smile cracked on it. So Guys, comedy tragedy it's mask. It's smiling at me. Mask. Come in yes. here and look at it. It's smiling at me. <laughs> I want to see something real quick. I thought what I had detect. I thought I had detect magic, and oh. that is a false memory. I don't have. Yeah, I thought somebody I'm did though. It. I've used it in the past, but it's not one of my prepared spells right now. Well, that's okay. Yeah, uh, that's understandable. You guys could Let's say Yon did it. No, no. Actually, that's very possible. Sure, Yon. <laughs> yeah. So Snarky kind of stands back, and he's been real quiet <laughs> after you guys got attacked by something invisible. He's been staying about thirty feet behind you guys this whole time, and even though he was like, "I do want to search it," he's just chilling in the back, like I. I don't want to get fucked up again. I do want to know what's in here, though. <laughs> and uh, so he's been hiding back, but he hears yeah. you guys talk about this mask, and he's, his interest is peaked enough that he walks in there, and he pulls out a couple of essential pieces and slams them onto the ground and chants something before uh, a faint glow goes around him. He stares at the mask, and he sees that there is a slight magic about it, but it is not something that is super beneficial. You can tell that it's basically anti-acid mask. It protects that mask itself from acid oh. damage. There is, you guys don't know if maybe if you put it on it, if it'll protect you from acid damage altogether. But the reason the mask was able to survive this acid for who knows how long was because it was enchanted with some anti-acid magic to kind of prove a point. Like, haha, this this guy of trickery had succeeded. I feel mm. like Mudblade deserves this mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and probably is... needs it, considering <laughs> he opened up two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In case Bud there's more sarcophagus. Touch it because he's afraid it'll get dirty. That's why he didn't touch it. When he, oh. it's a mask. Go for I thought it, it was because you were like, oh, maybe this is cursed. But you were just like, oh, no. it's so pristine. I don't want to muddy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been sitting um, here for thousands of years. Uh, is but, it being offered to me? Uh, it, holding it over? Well, at this point, Jan's character, Snarky, has basically said... Yeah. It survived oh, yeah. the acid because of magic. So nobody knows what it does from here, but... Is the only aura that it's giving off abjuration, or is it giving off anything else per detect uh, magic? I'm going to be honest. I don't know what all the magics do. Um, abjuration is defensive magic. If it's okay. defensive against acid, then it's abjuration. Yes. Then absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's all that's there. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, all, all it's giving off is protection magic. And again, you guys know that it's obviously protection is for acid, but you guys, as, as of right now, you guys don't know what it does, especially without touching it or trying it out. That is up to you guys. Again, you guys are in this room. I'll put it on. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah we're all, all okay right, with it. cool. Well, I'll be honest, this is something that I kind of homebrewed in here. So either way, you, you've got acid protection going on with that mask I and mean, it's not a attunement item you could potentially pull it out when you're fighting something that you've noticed has acid damage and then be protected from there but, right. Hell yeah. but that is those two tombs again there's the little secret tunnel or you guys can head back and then go south i can't say no to a secret tunnel 
mean, <laughs> I can't well, say no to the, 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 the southern trail is, is really tiny because it's just the head part. So let's just quickly dip in there to see what's going on, and then we can go to the southern tunnel because this tunnel might be a path of no return. Okay, I'm getting away. We're going off the grid. <laughs> going into the unknown. Yeah. Into the thick of it. <laughs> Here we go. TikTok jokes. If you're in a TikTok, mm-hmm. you probably don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> it's it's a song from the backyard again, but ah. it is constantly used in TikTok videos to be like, oh, fuck. We're in the thick of it right now, boys. <laughs> yeah, it was trending more like a... Either way, you guys make your way from those two sarcophagus back to the stairwell and as you head south being very cautious you guys have dealt with a couple of traps here you come across another pitfall trap again you guys are able to see it but this time it's not based around a corner so you guys weren't expecting it. you guys passed the corner and got further past it before there it is and you guys actually have to jump across it can I get an athletics check from everybody? Oh, now I'm wishing I had those gloves back. <laughs> Somebody throw me. Somebody throw me. You succeed. You get a cool. Fern got 14. Okay. You also get the cross. I got a 12. All right. You make it. What about my boy? 24. You do a flip. Uh, (laughs) You do a flip and land on the other side like, man, these gloves are cool. Uh, um, You land on your hands and do like a little push up. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you guys make your way past that one pitfall trap. Again, just kind of stepping around, making sure everything's okay. You guys go into this room and you guys see bones piled in the corner. But these aren't human bones. As you look at it, you see the skull of a horse. And there is a bridle still attached to it with the bit still in the mouth. And as you guys are walking in there, looking around the room, the bones knit together and oh. standing before you is a bone horse <laughs> oh shit it's clackety and, and oh dusty. absolutely and if he had hands he'd be playing his ribs like xylophones uh but right That's now he's noise. just kind of like a horse just kind of shaking he i'm was, happy that would be too scary i wouldn't want to play this game. okay i'm sorry i i should have warned you guys <laughs> I should have warned you guys. Uh, for right now, he's just kind of shaking, and you hear bones like clacking together. <laughs> so there is a horse in front of you guys made out of bones, and it doesn't seem to be aggressive. It's just kind of chilling. It's, it kind of bows its head to you guys as you guys uh, make your way around it. Uh, what do you guys do? Is this a creature that I could use speak with animals on? It's never a bad time to try. Is it, is okay it if acting I try like a horse? Huh? Is it acting like a horse? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it's. Yon, if it had lips, yon. it would be going. But it also doesn't have lungs. Yeah. Um, I just realized something silly. Yon can speak with animals innately. Yeah. So we we can say that he pops up again, and he's just like, "Oh, hey, buddy, how are you doing?" And all you guys hear is a bunch of. Oh my god! I don't know why I did make like a clearing of my throat sound in there. I, that wasn't what a horse sounds. Um, but you know, normal horse sounds is what you hear. Uh, <laughs> uh, along know, normal horse sounds. Normal horse sounds. You know the sounds that a normal horse makes. But then you also hear retorts from a bone horse, uh, which is really just a bunch of chattering of teeth. But Yawn basically says. 
he was laid here waiting for the next rider to slay a dragon. Snarky tells this horse that they are actually on their way to go fight a dragon and that you guys just picked up the, the sword of dragon slaying for that reason. And this horse just rears up a little bit, uh, throws its arms in the front, clamps down real hard on its hoofs, and then just turns its face towards the door and kind of does like, you know how it, like dogs do a point where they like point with their nose and they've got like one leg up and their tail goes real straight. Mm -hmm. That's what this horse does. It is ready to follow you guys out of here. And it has more or less bonded with snarky Pippins, but is ready for any of you guys to take this guy out for a ride to go slay a dragon. He wants to be the steed of the dragon slay. I think oh it'd be cool gosh. if you came back and we were like, yeah, so you got a new pet and it's a skeleton one. <laughs> yeah, so this is what you've been doing. You've been you've been grooming a bone horse for the last several hours. Basically, we're Pokemon trainers at this point, I feel. <laughs> I think we're Pokemon trainers, guys. We have a, Dallas, a are you and playing now like Pokemon? An, un, an undead Zubstrika or some shit like this <laughs> ponyta thank you very much uh, is it on fire Am I missing not something? yet okay not yet you haven't seen it in battle uh <laughs> you're right you're right no i don't know it, it once was on fire and it's yeah that's it's why it's, that's why it's bones <laughs> i thought it would be bones because it was dead for so long uh, is, is that why they're all bones was this a red dragon that they fought and died here because uh, <laughs> uh, no it was supposed line? to be a green dragon okay so which, they all died um, of poison gas they um, got war crimes yeah and don't they or no black is acid huh yeah black is acid. damn it see again acid versus poison screws me up every time <laughs> but i was gonna say that's why the mask was acid proof but that now doesn't make sense you can push it back. Either way, I didn't say it. Make it poison. Don't tempt me. Uh, let's move forward. Uh, so, uh, you guys can name it, or you can leave it up to Snarky to figure out the name, quote unquote. Who wants it? <laughs> Anyone particularly knocking for a horse? You guys can just add it to your carriage, but. I could see Jan being into that. I feel like if he were here, he'd probably be like, "Yeah, it's fine." Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I think so too. I think it was really good for you guys to think like, nah, Snarky, come get this guy. <laughs> your horse. Enjoy your skeleton warhorse. Yeah. I had a cool thought. I don't think anyone here has seen Centaur World, but uh, the aesthetic of like bubbling mud in in the middle of a skeleton is a really cool visual. Bubbling mud. Yeah. That's one second. I'm gonna send a, a GIF in general chat. This is how I sort of uh, envision it a little bit. What? Just like all the tar pouring out of like the skull portion. Okay, I love that though. Yeah. Okay, so now that's what's happening. Um, <laughs> it's still acid. It's pouring out viscous fluid that like as it touches the ground, it becomes acidic. It is well. even more terrifying than I had previously described. <laughs> And again, who knows what battle form this thing takes. <laughs> uh, no, but as you guys um, uh -oh. are getting ready to walk out with this horse, um, you guys are checking over the rest of the room, and you realize that there's really, there's just a couple more corpses in the corners. But you guys notice in the corner that there is another one of those secret doors. And this would line up pretty evenly to the other room. So you think 
that maybe both of these rooms lead to whatever there could possibly be. So you guys can enter this secret tunnel from this room or from the acid room, but that is all that's left to explore in this catacomb. Sacred tunnel! Come on, guys. Let's get okay. this fucking... Should Let's I, get should I kick tunnel. it? So it's it's not something you need to kick. You can You guys can squeeze through it. It is... Two feet wide, so you guys are going to have to walk in it sideways. Um, what is the marching? Oh, I'll, I'll be in front. Oops, or sorry. I'll be behind Caddy then, but um, we'll need to leave the horse out here, so we'll have to come back. Hope, hope that we can come back. I never planned for it, but I really enjoy that my character's nickname is Caddy. Yeah. If I ever get kidnapped or anything, you guys can just start singing really bad Billy Ray Cyrus' songs. <laughs> I want my Caddy back. There we go. <laughs> I didn't know that was a Billy Ray. I don't think it is. I think he just did a cover of it. (laughs) Uh, Well. But bad country music was the gist of the joke. Gotcha. I will will do that when we lose you uh, in five minutes. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Wait. Wait. wait, I'm in first. He's rethinking the order. Who's in first? So, yeah, you guys are walking... Huh? I said what's oh, on yeah. second. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm glad first, you got what's that. What's on second? Yeah. Bro, um, what a fucking archaic callback. I forget all the rest. <laughs> Abbott, it's Abbott and Costello. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I bring class century. to this. <laughs> I, I bring class to this fucking podcast. Okay, Jacob. <laughs> anyway, so you guys are traveling down. It is very difficult for Cad Warden to pressure check this aisle so i'm going to have you cad warden being in first i'm going to have you give me a perception check at disadvantage uh cool any particular reason why disadvantage uh because it's such a tight space and ah, it's okay, really okay. dark just there's no just like yeah there's no there's no like light in here and it's really cramped space you're not having the ability to like before you were holding like both ends of your pickaxe like like a jackhammer natural and then one. pressing down you got a natural one <laughs> yeah sorry fellas. okay so as you guys are going um he's trying his best to hold cad warden is walking sideways and holding his pickaxe to the best of his ability and he's pushing forward and as he does he hears super awkward hitting everything on the way a tink and as he does the tunnel collapses around all of you you guys are buried alive current there is oxygen deprivation happening the the walls are slowly compounding on your bodies with every exhale you take the earth takes another inch and you have a harder and harder time catching your breath what do you guys do i'm going to have you guys roll initiative oh boy five boss nine for mud boy 11 nine for fern okay so first off is Giyu. Again, you are completely covered in earth. You guys are about 10, 15 feet from the entrance. What do you do? Uh, can I attempt to move backwards or move at all? Um, you are restrained and blinded. So to be honest, I got to look at the suffocation rules. This is saying only a creature that is not trapped in the tunnel can clear away the collapse. Regardless, the rule is uh, you will have enough breath to sustain yourself for amount of rounds equal to one plus your constitution modifier. So because Cad Warden has a plus four to his con, that means he can hold his breath for five rounds. Okay. 
what's everyone's con mod? So I can just say that that is the lowest point. You know what I mean? My con mod is three. Okay. So four. So four. Four rounds. Mine is two. Two. So three, three rounds. So three rounds. <laughs> Fern and Giyu go out. Four rounds, Mudboy goes out. Five rounds, Cad Warden's out. Out? Does out you... mean our health starts deteriorating, or we all go unconscious? Um, I think it's unconscious, but I think that, like, I, I really no, like, I couldn't find it. It, it is unconsciousness, but if we're still suffocating when we're unconscious, then we're dying. Oh. Okay, so it doesn't drain our health to be suffocated. It just well, as soon as, as, soon as we reach zero, uh, as soon as our con mod runs out, we're reduced to zero hit points, and our can yeah, die. Yeah, and it okay, can't Okay, 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 there we go. That's yeah, what I'm... that's exactly understood. it. Very so good. yeah, you guys have basically less than three rounds before people start dropping off. You guys are restrained, which I'll just read that. So a restrained creature's movement speed becomes zero. Can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature at disadvantage. The creature has dexter uh, disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. That is basically the only thing that's stopping you. You can't dig everybody out until you're out, but you can start trying to dig, and there's a person next to you. So I, yeah, I so burned two of I'll my give luck you a, rolls, I'll and then I yeah. used an inspiration to reroll, and I got a net. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. So you start digging out, and you start... You're, you're pretty stuck. You were basically T-posed in this hallway walking, and you're able to use your arms to squeeze mud left and right so you have your arms free and you pull them closer to the body and you are able to get your hands in between the mud and your chest by exhaling quick enough and you start pushing against the mud trying to compact it the best you can and you've made a fair amount of room for yourself so i'm going to say you are not currently suffocating but i'm going to say that it is giving you one more round because after that you will have used the oxygen that you made space for. What about my curry bone? Uh, well, I assume you know that guy is kind of next to you all the time, but if you can like re rematerialize him outside. Uh, what's the spell description say? It doesn't say you have to can, be able to see. It can reappear the space in any unoccupied in. space within 30 feet. Okay. You well, then, have yeah. to be able to see the spot. Then, yeah, so you summon this Karibo again next to you. And as you do, it realizes that there's not enough space. Yep. So it just travels ethereally through the mud and gets spit out on the other side. Um, so it can start digging at that. Yeah, because I can uh, see I through ask... its eyes and hear what it hears. Yeah, and you can cast shit. So, yeah, no. So now your Karibo is on the other side. You've made enough room for yourself that you have one more turn worth of breathing. I am going to consider that your turn. And on the next turn, you can have Karibo start doing things. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, but next is going to be Mudboy. What do you do, good sir? Oi. Oh, God. I am blinded, the same as everyone else. Yeah, you are blinded and restrained just as much as everybody else. Giyu made a bit of a room for himself in the spot, but he hasn't moved anywhere. So you guys are all okay. about like three feet apart from each other with a bunch of dirt in between you. He was able to like wriggle and try and like wriggle up, but so far he's just made extra space. That's all. Yeah, he basically made more room so he's not do being like actively to, squished. Do I need to roll in athletics to see what I'm able to manage? Yes, if that's, that's what you want to do. I would like to. Uh, just gonna throw this well, out there. Can't you like slip through mud? I, I have advantage on moving across uh, difficult terrain. No, but you squeeze through that little like 
Well, that was a spell called Misty Step, which requires line of sight. Oh, okay. So I can't just pop out of here that Damn, far. yeah. Uh, All right, I thought you were going to be able to yeah, save everybody Earth with Genasi, that. They don't get, like, merge with stone. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll roll an athletics. Do I get advantage or disadvantage or anything? Um, neither. You, like... Okay. Just a flat roll. Yeah. And yeah. inspiration. And I spent all four of my inspirations and I Jesus. got a 25. Jesus. Jesus. Sometimes it happens like that, Doc. Sometimes it is impossible to manifest success. <laughs> all right. I got a 14 and I was like, no. And I kept going. <laughs> and I kept going. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say he, he got a nat 20. So like ah, you are okay. able to make room again for yourself to breathe. You're not out of it yet, but you gained yourself a little less claustrophobia. You don't feel like, I don't know how to explain this, but like the way I imagine it is the way I've seen and heard stories of avalanches is the fact that like it is an immense amount of weight and your body is dense yeah. enough that it can hold some of that. But like, like I was saying, every time you take a breath out, your yeah. chest collapses a little bit and the dirt just takes a little bit more of that space. But you are finish. able to, again, like he did, just kind of like, especially with your ogre gauntlets, are able to like weave a little bit of space. You're pushing mud against it and like compacting it a little bit. You're able to make enough room that you can get your arms in between the mud in your chest and you just keep pushing it back. And you again have made a solid turn for yourself air-wise, so you're not going to start suffocating this turn, but that is where you're at. You're still you're still stuck, my good sir. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Well, I used my action, and uh, don't believe that I've got anything else available. I was legit worried about this, and now I'm even more worried. Oh yeah, this is stressful. Again, I thought you were going to save them there with your teleporty power, but I didn't realize it was line of sight. Oh, yeah. It's a little silly, but... Nobody listens to me. <laughs> Keep exploring the two. <laughs> All we got is a fucking dead horse out of it. And you can't beat that too much. No, because you, you can't look a dead horse in the mouth, right? That's what they say? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Show horse, but... You it's, no, a it's, you, it's, a horse. Horse. it's a gift horse. It's a gift horse. It's a gift horse. I intentionally horse. made it a dead horse because it is a dead horse. Uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I not yet, but <laughs> but maybe. Um, all right, I am starting to sweat. Fern, it is your turn. <laughs> well, this might be a good way for me to get into the next thing. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like Fern is just as stuck as everybody else, but doesn't really have a whole lot of strength to do much about it. I think her response would be to kind of meditate and try and stay calm um, and kind of have hope that somebody either on the on either end can can make some progress. Um, I thought about conjuring like some sort of like rock creature, but I couldn't think of anything. Hey, uh wild shape first and then Ooh. once you're yeah, wild shape wild shape into something and really dig so some. tiny yeah be a badger if you do something really tiny like a worm or something air don't mean shit to you you're in you have so much room well, here this is this is your environment Cat warden the badger has burrow speed so she can just come right out of it oh right yeah. And I'm then going she could be I'm on the outside. That was good. I'm glad I realized that was not. That was no. That's a brilliant idea. I'm glad. Again, <laughs> like I'm glad. We're gonna die um, to a fucking literal rocks falls. Everyone dies. Moment? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I am. Okay. 
a little less sweat on my brow now. So <laughs> Fern is able to shapeshift in the mud and she has more space in the cavity that was reserved for her body. So she is able to zip right through and get a good like running start without being stuck, if that makes sense. So she's makes her way. What animal did you choose, my love? I chose badger because of the speed. You, you want to give a little description of what happens? Um, I guess like I'm just kind of crushed in this little area, but I shapeshift into the badger. And yes, I have more space generally, but it's also starting to kind of close in around me. So I kind of panic and head for the easiest path, which, which, which I would probably be towards caddy um, inward, which probably wouldn't be necessarily great but i'll be there to help him i guess you want to zoom past caddy and finish whatever travels you are to the next spot um, well hey i just want to know which direction she's going really if she's heading oh, further okay. into the tunnel or she's heading back out of it because those are two the, different lengths the smart move yeah. would probably be to be heading out of it but like i said i think i would kind of panic trying to get you know through the spaces but i guess yeah. i wouldn't have too much to worry about but i would i would head towards caddy towards the okay cool keep going further in yes okay so again you're able to get 10 feet because he's short and you're small i'm not going to consider him difficult terrain so you're able to head 10 feet out and you don't find an exit right off the bat so you're still in dirt that is the end of your turn caddy it is yours uh he's buried alive and uh he's like cramped and sort of annoyed he just like folds back a little rustles through his backpack pulls out his old oiled lantern that he uh, occasionally wears on his helmet and just says uh whoever can hear me dig me out when you're done uh, and I'm going to use Genie's Respite to fucking go in my little pocket dimension. <laughs> no way. That is fucking fantastic. I don't even and know everything that that entails, but I, I, I am a Genie that. Warlock, and I have a magic fucking lamp slash container thing that I can just... It's a 20 by 20 space in another dimension that I can just huddle in. Hell yeah. For how long? Up to six hours. Okay, yeah, you definitely, like, well, <laughs> we'll see in six hours, but uh, <laughs> nobody's there to dig you out in six hours. We'll find out. Okay, so that's what fucking Caddy does. There's nothing else you want to do on your turn? <laughs> no, I'm just chilling now. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, smoking so, a pipe in there, aren't you? Huh? Smoking yeah. a pipe. I'm I just chilling. I got, I got, like, a banana hammock in here and everything. He's drinking on yeah. his endless booze that he's yeah, got Yeah, I got, like, a little, a little tiki bar, and I'm... I'm fucking. Well, <laughs> you've got all the mixers in your little place, of course. But you've got the endless little like Elliot's flask. You just pour that into whatever you desire. You know what I mean? Your endless bottle of liquors. I never thought this flask. ability would be handy, but I'm just fucking chilling. <laughs> That's that my is, turn. Okay, it is now Snarky's <laughs> turn, and he was wow, at the very end of the group. He tries to push back, realizes that there's still a good five feet behind him that he'd have to dig out. So he sacrifices his wild shape. He transforms into a... F I want to say something else that digs. That's not a bad... Didn't he turn um, into a small nugget before? Oh my yeah. god, you're fucking right. Uh, yeah, like he turns he into a small... Yeah, he turns into a small nugget because, again, he still believes that it has to be an animal you've seen in the last 24 hours and so he turns into nugget but just this tiny little version of him and as he transforms this small nugget drops from this like size of 
Snarky's chest and lands on the platform that goes from his waist and like stomach down to his two legs. He goes right to where the belly button of Snarky Pippins would be and just starts burrowing at like rapid speeds. He gets out on the other side and just starts digging down. He's clearing out the five feet that he was stuck behind. He sees like the foot of Giyu as he finishes his turn. So top of the round, Giyu, um, you can feel a tiny nugget scratching at your ankles. Okay. And your Karibo is behind Nugget. Little Nug. I'm gonna call him Little Nug. And the Karibo. Also, you're the same <laughs> thing as me. Couldn't you just go into that fucking pyramid necklace you have? Uh, I'm not that kind of genie. Ah. Yep. I get different stuff. So, the Karibo basically has stats for a pseudo dragon. Could a pseudo dragon arguably dig? Yeah. I. I, I mean, just I move feel like if nothing away, else, not really like actually. Yeah, if, burrowing speed, but just away. Yes, exactly. Uh, I will say that you're basically giving Snarky. Mm advantage on his advances further into the mud um because lil nug is very small and so he's going to be able to keep digging at like your foot level but he's not really going to be able to get too much up to the top so he's going to have to keep jumping and your karibo is at the top just raking its white claws against the dirt just pulling a little bit out and every time it drops onto Lil Nug, he just kicks it further back. So there's slowly beginning to be a pile outside of the entrance to this tunnel. And you are a little bit more free. Okay. You have now most of a leg and part of your like elbow is is opened up so you can reach one arm out as well. Okay. You have anything else you would like to do? I mean, I don't know what else I can do. That was basically my action, I think. I think that was your Kariba's action, okay. which is a weird thing, but... I mean, I guess I'll try and dig out uh, ahead of me and, I guess, try and break free with one of my elbows. Cool. Give me a strength check to try and try and get out of here. It's gonna be a 13. Okay, so you make some headway. As you're reaching with your arm, because you got that elbow out and you can kind of poke your arm out, you cleared out the mud and kept pushing it. Your Karibo is scraping it against, so you're able to pull your arm up to the top where it's still completely solid and you're trying to push yourself out and it is exhausting you feel like every time you push into the mud it seems to compress further down onto you right and you're you're still making headway like you you can feel the the mud breaking in between your your shoulder and your hips but it's still solid enough that it's it's holding you in that place you are able to dig out a little bit more of your arm and you can you can feel um mud boy in front of you 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 start feeling and there's like a point where it stops being this hard soil and becomes like this liquid clay and you're like oh that's gotta be mud boy and as you just reach a little bit further in you feel flesh because again, Mud Boy is technically human. Um, <laughs> so inside, you feel like the skin of a. It feels like the skin of a little boy because he's just moisturizing all day long. He's got a mud I'm mask on. I'm wearing a chain shirt and I'm oh. really strong and ripped underneath. Wait, your skin are you wearing is so strong. Yeah, I'm always wearing a chain shirt, but no one knows because it's fucking covered in mud and you can't is even that, tell. Uh, who felt me, though? 
Um, so Giyu cleared out a little bit of mud in front of him and is feeling you. Okay. Which apparently is not your soft and supple flesh, but instead chainmail. Um, yeah. So which startles him, I suppose. Yes, but nonetheless, he's okay. like somebody's in front of me, and like he he can touch him. So again, you you didn't get yourself out, but you definitely mm -hmm. like you're helping. Uh, ev cool. Every little bit is is making a difference. So, Mudboy, it is now your turn. You can feel the hand of somebody behind you, and you felt the earth kind of shift, and it seems a little bit looser in front of you, as if somebody who was in front of you is no longer there. Okay, so I feel someone behind me, and the person in front of me is no longer there. Yep. Okay. The okay. whole the whole space in front of you feels like there's nobody in front of you. Well, shit. Yeah, you don't player versus character knowledge. You don't know that Cad Warden blinked away or that <clears throat> Fern decided <clears throat> to badger away. So you're just I did call out before I got into Oh yeah, thing. that's true. Give me a perception <laughs> check on that because you were real close to him. In a face. A lamp. In a lamp. I'm in an oil. But not like an Arabian one. Like a Yes, please, actually. Thank you for asking. I like rolling them. Uh, it's like uh, 14 or so. Okay, yeah, so you're able to hear a muffled, <laughs> you kind of get that sensory input before the, the earth in front of you kind of crumbles. And you... Yeah, so I'm going to grab the hand I felt. Okay. And I'm going to, like, thrust towards the uh, front where the guy was, but now isn't. Oh, okay, so you're going to pull it. them forward. I'm going to attempt to. Okay, cool. Give me a strength check. Straight up, uh, 23. All right. You're able to, like, lift your knee up with your strength and get to where Shut your up. other arm is, and you step down to where the previous person was, and you push through while yanking this other person. And all the mud that is separating the three of you kind of crumbles away and it's at your feet. So now you've got less height and you guys are mm -hmm. squished a little bit more, but you mm -hmm. guys now have all this room of oxygen and it's more of a space that you guys can get through. You guys can work in this area right now. So you guys could start digging out next turn. Is there like a bonus action you have? No. Okay. Well then, yeah, you've, you've made some room. You've pulled Giyu forward. He kind of like fell through some mud had to like kind of stammer up um his one foot had to be kind of pulled through but now you guys can kind of see a light through the hole where Lil Nug and his Karibo are digging you don't see Cad Warden or Fern but that's what's going on there Fern it is your turn okay so after Fern's initial like terrified dash after she's in this badger shape she starts to calm down and realize she's good now she heard Cad Warden yell, and he's nearby her. So I think if she isn't just maybe like a little bit past, I think she's probably just like a little bit past him by now, having moved the 10 feet. I'm not sure, but yeah. mine to like to, to dig towards him and grab the lamp and then head towards uh, Mud Boy and Giyu. Okay, that's a brilliant idea. So you turn around and... You know where he was because you know you went, you were basically heading over him when he was yelling that. And as the earth kind of shifted, you saw that the tunnel you were digging behind you disappeared. And so you 
head for approximately the right angle and you start kind of digging around up and down making a couple different pathways so you're not making much headway but you end up slamming into the the helmet itself with this oil lantern on it and you carry that by digging your hole a little bit wider and like occasionally pulling it over you to hold the dirt on top of you while you dig some more before pulling it again and you make your way and you pop out just at you haven't actually like fallen out but you just digging to the point where mud boy and giyu are at and they've got this more little bit more of a space um so Right now, they can see you. Um, and it is now Caddy's turn. <laughs> uh, I make a mimosa. <laughs> I make a, a roll for mimosa for me. Uh, uh, sure. What's my modifier on mimosa? Uh, it's going to be a plus none. Okay, just a flat d20. So let's roll for mimosa. Ten, right down the middle. Damn. Okay, yeah. So you make a me- mediocre. Um, well, as- I'd say it. Mimosa is probably a tier one, so that's probably an excellent mimosa. Well, you the thing <laughs> is, is like, it's good, per, it's good proportions. Um, like yeah. generally, it would be good, but you haven't been in your little hidey hole for a while, and all your orange juice is expired. Oh, uh, no. it's you, you take a couple <laughs> of drinks of it, Real and you're quick, like, I'm, oh, I'm not man. that much of an adult. Can orange juice expire? I bet I it can. I, I don't think it can't. Yeah, what happens um, is it gets it's gotta more be warm. More. It's toast warm. Yeah, that's enough. Oh yeah. no! I, yeah, yeah, it might be more alcoholic, but it it's it's sour now, and there's like a like you you poured it not thinking much about it, and you're like, oh yeah, this is perfect, and you take a sip of it, and you're like, I don't think this orange juice is good, and now you're like questioning the whole drink, but you're still gonna I've drink it. My <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're still gonna drink it. I cross uh, my arms and I pout. That's my turn. Yeah. All right. That's your turn. <laughs> Should have rolled better. No. <laughs> you could have used inspiration. I'm being punished for playing yeah. my class. <laughs> uh, no, this is You're top You're all tier. jealous. Yeah. No, that was good. You're lucky you have good friends because otherwise it would have just been six hours of you drinking bad mimosas before you died. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, so currently everybody is like Cat Warden's off in his own zone, but everybody else is in this like little bubble that has been created from the vacuum of Fern and Cat Warden. So you guys are in this like smaller tunnel or capsule, I would say, within the tunnel. And Giyu's Karibo and Snarky as a tiny little nugget is digging their way towards you guys. It is now Snarky's turn, and I'm going to... Yeah, I was like, where the hell my my dice go? I'm going to have him roll and see how good he does at digging you guys out, because he's such a good little little nugget. He got a nat 20. Um, Seriously, that's so good. Little Snarky! So yeah, Lil Nug got a fantastic digging point and is able to climb up and that hole that was where Giyu's foot was in, he uses that to climb up further and there's this loose dirt that just keeps compacting and he's digging at the left and he's digging at the right and he starts almost like skateboard on like a half pipe or or something like that. He's just digging in like a flat wave as he's coasting in towards you guys. He is making serious headway on the bottom half of this tunnel to your escape. 
um, you guys are seeing more light being let into the the tunnel. It is again still very dark. But so that is Snarky's turn. Top of the round, Giyu. You see a good light at the bottom. You know your Karibo is working out at the top. You've got more of a space thanks to Mudboy, and Mudboy is telling you that he can see a little badger with a metal hat in its mouth. Yeah. Hmm. Uh Okay. Well I guess I'll just continue to work myself to get myself free. Cool. So you start digging at the top and you you keep like scraping at the top to toss it down to Nugget. Why don't you give me a let's change it up from strength. Give me an athletics. I'm gonna use a point of inspiration. Oh good. Uh another point of inspiration. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be a twelve. Nice. Okay. So in that you're you're able to again, you're you're scraping off the top and you're handing it to Nugget, who is just like digging it out as he as you're like bringing it to him. So you don't feel like you've made more headway to necessarily get out, but again, you've made more space in the zone that you're standing. So you feel more secure in that standing, if that makes sense. Like the dirt still being pulled out. It didn't like get you all the way out, but that little hole that little nug is going through, um, is, is pulling it out. Now give me a, a strength check for your Karibo. Can I quickly, uh, offer a petition for a little nug? I think we should call him chip. Chip, like chip, chip off the old block. Oh, Chip is a good one. Okay. I like it. Okay, Chip is good. Curry Bill got a 10. Okay, so this aligns with the fact that, you know, you weren't able to make a whole lot of headway on clearing a path all the way out. Um, Basically, the point where your arm was sticking out is very thick and so there was a bunch of mud above it and a bunch of mud below it but where your foot was at chip was able to burrow from the bottom so he was able to make a bit more difference than your karibo but your karibo is still pulling dirt but again it's the same sort of thing where the karibo being up high and you scraping up high is just making more work for chip and so chip is having to take that dirt out for not just himself but for both of you guys um and so it's it's you're clearing out more but it's not going necessarily efficient um but you guys aren't suffocating so that's good i was seriously very worried for a second (laughs) mud boy it is your turn oh my turn what am i gonna do I, I, can I see in front of me now? Um, or not quite yet? It, it's very dark, but I believe you have like quasi-dark vision. So the little bit of light kind of le- lets you see the space you have. And that it's widening up further back towards the entrance. But it's it's not completely open. And you don't have enough room to squeeze past Giyu. Yeah. You, you could maybe try to, especially because it's a little bit wider at the end. But originally this tunnel was two feet wide and so you guys have made it like maybe three feet right towards the entrance but there's still like a block at the top of it but again you can see the light so you might be able to actually blink out now I'm, i've got a hold of him i'm not gonna let him go okay um so i'm gonna try pulling forward if you'll allow it yeah just kind of like going you're you're gonna have to kind of like make him fold against the wall as you squeeze past and like hold him while you're pushing through this wall and stuff. Is it going to hurt him if I pull on him like this? No, I don't think so. I I think it's just going to be like, let's say movement wise, I was dividing it by something. 
your movement would be lessened by the fact that you went through even more difficult terrain by passing your buddy, if that makes sense. So your DC for actually breaking through this all will will be a little bit higher um, just because like you have to squeeze past your friend in order to do it. It's, you got to kind of squeeze my past athletics him. check then. Yes. Um, 14. All right, cool. So with the combined efforts of pulling him behind you, you seeing where the top of this thing is and the base hole where uh, Chip is, you dig your back foot in, you pull Giyu behind you. He slams into you as you dig your shoulder forward into the top of this mound, and you pop out on the other side with Giyu kind of slamming into Chip and going just below uh, the Karibo. Um, so you two are out. Um, Fern and her th little helmet that she's carrying are not out yet. Um, but the, you guys are able to help clear out more of the dirt, um, after this round. Um, so you guys are just basically like you popped out and you're slammed on the ground. Um, but that's where you guys are at. Do you have a bonus action or something again? Me? No, I don't have any bonus actions. Okay. So, I so I, asking. I, no. I kind of dance around a little bit in, in glee, happy to be free from the, yeah. you get up yeah. and you fucking do a little jig. Um, Hell yeah. Fern, it is your turn. You've got Patty's helmet. The way in front of you seems pretty open. You could probably transform into a human and make it through, but it'd be a little bit of a tight squeeze. Or you can keep dragging this helmet with your badger form and do that. What are you doing? I'm just going to continue dragging the helmet as a badger. I mean, my um, yeah. speed is pretty fast. and Yeah, because yeah. you're not actually burrowing now. Um, you should be able to go like 25 feet, which should get you easily outside of there. And you get outside of the, the little hole. And what do you, what do you do? You do a little um, jig too. You toss the hat celebratory into the sky. Uh, celebratorily. I think I probably like just, I don't know, drop the helmet and Fern goes over and like shakes off the dirt and starts kind of like brushing the dirt off of her fur. I'm not decided yet whether she would turn back into her human form yet. Okay. That's totally understandable. So yeah, you guys are all outside of this narrow tunnel. Cad Warden, your hat has been removed from the dirt. Assuming that's where you're responding at. Yeah. Uh, I can perceive outside, like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm You're watching well, it like TV. The, the, the spell, or not the spell, the feature does notate that I can see vaguely what's going on on the outside as if I was a miniaturized version of myself. Really? <laughs> so, as soon as I can see that we're, like, unbrowed out and that we've covered my helmet and it's, uh, everything's safe, I'll <laughs> fucking quickly put back on my work clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get out of your fucking kimono robe. And I was working from home. <laughs> yeah, you shut down your laptop and webcam. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, you pop back up, and uh, you guys are all there back in this room with the horse still waiting for you. Um, out of that encounter, um, what do you guys do? Right, so now let's leave. You guys don't want to see what the other side of the tunnel thing goes to? Oh, there's another side? I thought it was like a like a shitty little pocket area where we just die in it. Well, you don't know what the other tunnel you don't know what the other tunnel does. No. 
<laughs> I don't want to fucking die. Okay. Uh, the mask that Mudboy is wearing cackles. <laughs> That was appropriate. <laughs> Felt natural. Good. Weird. I, that wasn't me. I, that was the mask, y'all. Anyway, um, so yeah, you guys are heading out. Then you guys are done with dealing with collapsing caves, preferably. All right. Cool. Well, uh, that was that was good, guys. Again, holy shit! I thought you guys were gonna die while reading this thing. I was like, this is a TPK. I was like, I. If they're all going into it, like nobody's gonna say, "Oh, I'm staying outside of it." Uh, nobody's gonna say that. Like <laughs> they're all just gonna walk into it, and what do we do then? Then they're all. And my only thought was like, "Okay, well, Mud Boy has slurped through things before; he can get out of here." No, but no, I I didn't realize the actual of that spell and here we are but you guys survived i am not sweating you're sweating let's get out of this goddamn dungeon free me free me of this curse uh. yeah i feel i feel the need to get out all right so. so yeah you guys uh make your way back to the center and as you do um the will-o'-wisp you saw before take a form and they just kind of disappear into the wall as they bow you out like that none of them seem aggressive they all kind of bow and bring their hands forward as they are at like a 45 degree angle and as they do their ethereal forms just kind of slip back into the walls um that was your victory noise um they just like play he's and we're just like what the fuck is that? yeah everybody's like the fuck the, no it actually gets to really dramatic music that music that gives you a like a fucking shit in your pants feeling every time you're playing a video game like why is there dramatic music playing right now what is a what is happening uh, i definitely know that feeling uh, playing elden ring right now yeah oh yeah <laughs> um but yeah so you guys start heading out there is some slight victory music that's played uh, you guys feel a little bit ominous about it as these specters just dissipate into into the, the walls again. But you guys make your way up, and it's a little awkward for this horse to get up this spiral staircase. Somebody's got to be behind it and, like, push it a little bit because somebody's got to be at the top kind of being like, it's okay, it's a, it's just a step, just keep going. <laughs> Snarky is really, like, babying this horse and just being like, hey, don't... Don't push him too. He's making his steps, and like he's, it takes this bone horse. And I I gotta come up with a better name than bone horse. horse. Again, I'm waiting until Snarky gets here so he can name his bone horse. But bone horse is the best I've got right now. Uh, <laughs> but you get bone horse all the way up to the top. And you guys walk away with the the dragon sword you were like searching for. You've got a loot of illusions, a necklace of fireball, and a mask of acid and vulnerability. Um, is it invulnerability or resistance? The one where it gets rid of all of it. Cool. <laughs> Fucking tight. Yeah. And again, it's not an attuned item, which makes it even more powerful. So yeah, you guys make your way out, and as you do, you kind of are all a little little beaten and bruised and a little out of air after having, you know, literally been suffocated for a good 12 seconds. 
you guys make your way out, and that friendly little centaur walks up and says, "Hello, guys. How how was uh, the dragon barrel? I saw the the specters pop up for the night, and." Saw them sink back down, but then I saw them dissipate into the sky just as you guys were ascending what I can only assume is a set of staircase. Yeah, we got what we were looking for just a little bit more. Oh, you guys look very muddy. Are you guys okay? Oh, he always looks like that. Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to discriminate. That's a little bit bit racist. I'm not going to lie. I'm so sorry. I meant there's a bunch of dirt on all of you guys. We're dressed like this in solidarity. Oh, understandable. Okay, I get that. I, again, am so sorry. And he kind of takes a step back and bows a little bit. He's like, I was not meaning. himself in silence for a moment. feels so bad right now. Uh, you bloody amazing. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't have anything against. And he stammers for a second because he doesn't know your actual ethnicity. And you're like, all right, racist. Just because you, you have say? a Genasi friend doesn't make yeah. it all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, questioned whether he was racist or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We made a big deal about him being racist. Yeah, you guys did. You guys did. Holy shit, it's even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. shit. Yeah, so maybe a little racist. Oh, I knew it. I fucking had a hunch. <laughs> um, no, this is good. So, I apologize sincerely. Um, I, I wish to move past this and just face the more pressing matters of dealing with the orcs. And he kind of winces a little bit, like, oh, he doesn't want you guys to... Yeah, he's like, I don't want you guys to think I'm racist yet again, but they are a problem. <laughs> Oof. And he kind of, like, can't slurps say through stuff his teeth. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. But he offers to take you to the, the Circle of Thunder to deal with half-orc spellcasters working with orcs. Um, summoning storms, which you guys have noticed that the rain has been falling a lot more and it seems to be more localized in the middle of the forest. So you guys can see where he's coming from. Um, And he offers to take you guys there, but you guys also know that you were supposed to be heading to the Woodland Mance. Uh, We're also supposed to be stopping by the logger camps on our way. Yeah, okay. Good point. We just have a large laundry list of shite to do. (laughs) That's actually a good point. Uh, It's the hero's burden. (laughs) Yeah. So we try to be the only motherfucker capable of doing anything. Exactly. And, and like, you guys are literally saying this to a guy who interrupted you on a mission you are currently going to to deal with another mission. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, here, you want a side quest? Side quest? Um, Hello? Side quest. So yeah, you guys um, take him up on his offer, say that uh, you'd like to see the Circle of Thunder, but that you were already on your way to the logging camp before heading to the Woodland Mance. But you guys have also been told that the reward for the Woodland Mance is at Falcon's Hunting Lodge. So it is an actual lodge in the middle of the forest, in the middle of your path to either the Circle of Thunder or the Woodland Mance. So you could get more information from Falcon at his lodge um, after stopping it by the Logger's King. Mm-hmm. 
Um, how would you guys like to deal with this overland travel? I think we can. That's a river straight up north. Let's go to the river and follow it to Logger's camp. And then we can still keep following it to the hunting lodge. Uh-huh. And then we can cut through and deal woodland mats to circle of thunder. That should make running. our travel time quicker if we utilize the river. Absolutely, because then you guys won't have to be trying to traverse it and figure out which way is north and shit like that. Mm. Good. I actually really like that plan. Okay, so um, we are still going to have some challenges during travel. So, Corey, Gee, roll a d20. Tell me where the dragon's at. Like, just give me 14. that number. Uh, this is funny. So, as you guys are leaving Dragon's Barrow... Um, the storm that is located in the middle of the Neverwinter Wood uh, is getting a little bit thicker. But as you guys are leaving, somebody looks out the back window of the bar and they see <laughs> something swoop down with a cloud of snow following behind it and head in a dive bomb pattern straight for Fandle. Oh, shit. It's evacuated. Nobody's there. That's kind of why it's funny. <laughs> Nobody but that lost cow that they forgot. No, the it's only Town nope. Master Harbin because he was waiting for a carriage ride. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked, idiot. <laughs> He was scared of the dragon the whole time. He held on to that magician's hat and ran around in circles chanting things for a good second before he got iced up. Um, so that's what you guys see as you guys don't make... Tell us that. Well, I don't know if that's true. You don't know oh, if okay. that's true. Okay. Um, but I just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, either way, you guys did see a dragon come swooping down where... Because you guys are on like, again, like Dragon Barrow, there's not a bunch of trees around. There are some occasionally but for the most part it's a it's a flat plain land so you guys can see at the edge of the mountains where Fandolin is this dragon came down and swooped and like there's a large flurry of snow so you don't know what happened but you can tell that Fandolin was definitely just attacked again you guys get xanth to walk up the ramp that leads to the nightcap tap room and you tell him just hold on all of a sudden, Nugget comes shaking out of the ground, and you guys start making your trek. And Xanth is walking around, just kind of like, wow, just absolutely mesmerized by the fact that you guys have a giant land tortoise that is carrying a house for you. Or not even a house. It's, it's a tavern and inn at this point that you guys just have traveling around. And he's just surprised at the land speed of it all. You guys are making wonderful time. And you guys get to the edge of the forest where the river lies. You guys start following the edge of that. Nugget is having to knock down some pretty crucial trees to the edge of the river line in order to make his way up here. But he gets pretty close to the point where you guys know the loggers camp is at. And... Knowing how frightened the Wester brothers are, you guys decide maybe it's a good idea to just kind of have it chill on the other side of the loggers camp or something and, and we'll come back to it. So you guys hop off just outside of the loggers camp and you guys are making your way towards it. You guys come across the clearing that is the loggers camp. You guys see the cabin that you guys last saw the the wester brother in you guys knock on the door he yells it is it cool to come out now uh i have you heard any on kegs lately 
Um, there, there was a little bit of rumbling in, in the place, but I only popped out for a second to go pee and dump my bucket. And then I went back inside. Okay. Okay. Uh, snarky. Here's an idea. Go sniff, sniff around with detect magic and see if you can't find like a lure or a person who's like a gnome hiding in a fucking tree stump or something. I don't know. Before we do that. I have a quick question. Who has the naughty or nice um, uh, I- item? Could we maybe use <laughs> if he's if he's like luring people? My boy naughties or nice is him. Um, you realize that he's, he's not. He's not nice. He's a naughty boy. He <laughs> he takes. He skims off the top. You don't know necessarily all the reason oh, why he's, he's naughty, but you do get like a quick flash of like all the reasons why he's on the naughty list. And they are forgery, embezzlement, poorly paying wages to people. It is a variety of the problems that we see with capitalism today. And he is in charge of that. He's never done. He's never like murdered anybody. He's never beaten his wife, but he's, he's never intentionally robbed somebody. You know what I mean? But has he ever conjured an (laughs) onkeg? No, he has never conjured an onkeg. He is so afraid of that idea. Um, (laughs) Definitely hasn't. No, he's not good, but he's not evil. If that makes sense. Um, it makes sense enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I do get a sense of a gradient rather than a black and a white. Yeah. When I, yeah, I do. Okay. Again, it's, it's like, it's not the naughty list, but not for like the terrible reasons. Yeah. He's not a terrorist. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He, he's on like he's boring. He's getting cold, but it's not getting shoved up his ass. All right. Well, if I sense that, wow. uh, that, uh, that lack of quite the, the severity. I, I, I'm going to keep it to myself, but if you look at my demeanor, you, you, you probably, with a very low DC insight check, would notice that I'm cold towards Yeah, him. understandable. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are there, and uh, so basically, snarky, every knows, everyone knows I don't like him. So. Yes, exactly, and you guys are all weary. Like you guys are already like the fucking Wester brothers are a bunch of pussies who couldn't actually make it in the real world if, world if it weren't for other people doing shit for them. Like you guys are already weary of him, but when Mudboy looks at like the door for a second and it's just like hold on he pulls out what is it uh shit what actually is it is it uh groucho marx glasses and nose and mustache is that what it is um it's the disguisey yes exactly it's it's got a mustache and and a pair of glasses uh and when you look at him poofy eyebrows uh, through there yeah again you saw like a flash of like the reasons (laughs) why he was on the naughty list and none of them were highlighted in red they were all gray but they were still on the naughty side of it. And he had like a couple of good things on the good side, but they didn't counterbalance enough. So you know this guy's not good. And other people noticed the fact that you put the Groucho glasses on and then took yep. them off and were like, mm, 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 mm. just shaking your head. <laughs> like, he doesn't see this because he's on the other side of a door. But everybody else is like, sees you just shake your head like, no, nah, this guy's a piece of shit. Tisk, <laughs> but yeah, you guys are able to get there. He's talking to you through there. Um, 
Snarky walks around and locates something in the center of the campsite. There is a old building that had been crushed down to nothing but a fireplace. And he found a small idol that was hidden in the center of this fireplace and you guys realize that this little idol is probably what's been summoning everybody here uh 13 tiny androgynous stick figures dipped in pig's blood inscribed with tiny lightning bolts and tied together in a bundle with hair somebody give me a religion check oh i'll do that you found that, uh, like, Snarky found that in the middle of the, the chimney in the center of town while he did detect magic and just decided to walk around the place you guys had already cleared out. I got a really bad one, so I'm going to try to use another. Inspiration? Yeah. Uh, let's try this again. Hey, 17. All right. Yeah, you can tell that, like, not only is this summoning things, it is literally meant to bring ill fortune to anybody who resides near it and that destroying it would destroy or neutralize any current beings that it was conjuring oh we could have fucking found this earlier and got rid of all the onkeg absolutely but it also tells you that if anything is rebuilding because again this isn't just like a summoned once and it's done it's literally meant to continuously bring ill fortune to the people that live near it and the only person who's been living near it is uh, <laughs> the Wester brother. Um, so currently, maybe you guys want to leave it, but you are able to tell that it, it is what brought the Onkegs there and what will continue to bring them there or at least other ill fortune if it stays. So if we just break it, it's we're, we're good? Yep. Okay. I crush it in my hands. <laughs> you hold this bundle of tiny stick creatures and you slam it onto the ground and it kind of bounces up at first. And as it comes clattering down, you strike your weapon at it and it completely disperses. And as it does, you hear a piercing noise. And I won't say it's a scream, but it's very haunting sound that seems to resonate in the area around you guys before dissipating. And you guys can tell that whatever magic was locked into these things has been dispersed, but you also feel maybe somebody has been alerted. Um, I, I have a theory. You, you said that the, uh, that the, uh, the totem had like a pig and lightning bolts. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that, that pig that was just like fucking around when we got here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ran off into the woods after I chatted with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I think that little piggy's a little bastard, maybe. I think that little piggy's a little bastard pig. <laughs> that's my theory. Uh, <laughs> well, that's uh, that's my theory. He's just a little little bastard pig. Yep, he's um, he's a little asshole. What did the pig say, Fern? He didn't say anything. I don't think. Yeah, um, no. I uh, she. I just. Uh, I think I gave it a mushroom to eat you yeah you gave it a mushroom and i don't think you actually tried to talk to it um but you did like giving it that thing it ate the mushroom and kind of just like didn't stand in your way anymore and it was kind of an unsaid thing of like all right you paid your toll 
<laughs> so like I didn't well, use speak with the animals, but I remember like I spoke sweetly to it. I offered yes. it a mushroom and it made it. Yeah. It kind of like I think I remember it kind of like bowed in respect or something yes, like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of bowed out, just letting you pass again, like subconsciously saying, like, all right, you've paid your you've paid your toll. So you guys are at the loggers camp. You've gotten rid of that doohickey. As you guys are chilling at the loggers camp and just kind of taking a break uh, and and chatting with the the Wester brother for a second, like listening to his bullshit stories about how he made X, Y, or Z better. You guys are just kind of chilling there, and all of a sudden, Cad Warden gets kind of a tingle in in the back of his head. He looks up to the left and he starts seeing his little birdie. Yeah, good. It's Aurelia hey. appearing up and she's got a little piece of paper within her grasp and she hands it to you. Okay, I, I plug it and read it. It says, hey guys, uh, long time no talk. You saying we got more work up at this place? We're, we're going to head over there right now then. We'll send 40 bodies your way. And it signs Zeline. So... You have basically a piece of paper to show this Wester fellow that uh, you guys have rats on your way. Rats, rats, we are the rats. Rat continent, rat, rat continent, bitch, is on its way. <laughs> so, but yeah, you so guys crash here because obviously he wants the uh, company. And you guys, you know, it's getting the end of the night. You guys could keep following the river, but you might as well wait till day. Did oh. we take a long rest before we left? Dragon Borrow? Uh, let's say you have now, uh, in between Dragon Borrow oh, and Logger's right. Camp. We're, we're, we're traveling in, in the bar. Yeah. So we could relax and shit. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Are we leaving the Logger's Camp now? Is that what's happening? Or should we talk you to guys should all, like, again? You guys should set up your, your full rest. Um, yeah, now, now that, about we found, that we we obviously tell him that no more on kegs, and so he should go home and see his brother. Yeah, yeah. no more on kegs. But there are also rats on their way yes um, and well he's not going to be here to manage them well that's why well, he would stay oh, well, oh yeah that's that's right but uh, um yeah sure <laughs> yeah i mean like now there's less worry about him dying you know what i mean mm -hmm. like he now doesn't have to worry about him which is something he was before you know but either way you guys crash there for the rest of the night and get a full night's rest um as Hello. you guys are making your way from the loggers camp following the river uh it will be hey, hey dallas yes um before we leave the loggers camp i'm gonna do a detect portal okay you haven't done that in a while yeah okay well then i'm going to do something in response to that oh shit shiloh i want you to roll another d20 and don't actually tell me it. Send it to oh. me in personal chat. Oh. I almost, I tried to drink my dice just now. Oh. Nice. Did you want to oh, I, I, had, I, had, I had one in each hand, and I meant to take a drink from the left, and I took a drink from the right, and then there was dice in my mouth for a second. You want to add? I've sent that to you, sir. Yes, thank you. Oh, my. Okay. And how long is that distance? Just one mile. Okay, then you wouldn't actually detect it. It would be at Sorry. the loggers camp, more yeah. than likely. Yeah, no. Uh, and even if you did it as you were getting to the Falcon's hunting lodge, you wouldn't detect it either. Uh, I thought okay, I thought it was cool. way farther than that. Should okay. be better. Anyway, I feel silly. Let's go. Let's go. No, Let's go. don't don't feel silly. That power is something that you are utilizing, and that is within your character. The power itself yeah. may 
may be silly um, because of its its potency. But Do maybe we'll talk fix? about upgrading it in the future um, as Do you I, level up. You guys start heading on your way, I assume. And uh, we're going to get another roll from Lindsay. Again, don't tell me it. Send it to me in Discord as a direct message. Okay. Good to know. Nothing changes. You guys grab the rest of your stuff. Xanth is still just kind of chilling by the nightcap tap room as it's like buried into the ground. And to be honest, at this point, Xanth has started asking questions about your sleeping guard dog. What do you guys say to Xanth? Our Knowing that like anybody who judges the spider is making the spider feel uncomfortable. Uh, um, what may I say is this creature about every time I try to interact with it, it simply gutturally growls and I seem to feel it. Um, and it does not respond. I have not seen it eat or drink one time since I've arrived. I think your dog is quite ill. No, it's fine. He's a dead dog. It's a dead, but I've just heard it, it clatter. And Xanth just kind of is like, oh, oh, okay, all right. And he just like, from that point forward, as you guys make your way through the, the forest following the river, he just tries to keep his distance from what you guys literally called a dead dog. He should roll to mind his own fucking business. <laughs> he should roll. I'm going to do it. <laughs> He got a three. He minded his business 75% of the, the way. It was a D4, so. He keeps to himself about his own opinions. He mentioned it the one time, but since that point, he has let it go. You guys keep following the river, and as you do, you see a bridge in the distance. And off to the left of it, past a bit of trees as you get closer, you see a pretty glorious looking establishment it's got highly fortified walls with several buildings a couple of towers sitting around there's a large two-story building in the center of it and as you guys come close you decide this might be the spot so you have nugget just kind of step off to the side of the river swivel their way down into the mud and the plane is basically cleared except for the nightcap tap room and you guys walk the last you know i want to say like a mile and you guys arrive to the bridge that you've seen a stone bridge spans the river ending in an oaken door set into the gatehouse outer wall mounted next to the door you see a little rope hanging from an end with like a large bundle of little tiny ropes uh making like a handle uh does anybody pull the handle uh first can we like um is there any signs of like activity around here like any any like foot traffic yeah. or sound uh well it's at this point it's pretty rainy and there is a pretty thick fog. You guys have been able to see a majority of the fixtures of this place when you were up from a higher angle. But if you're asking if there is tracks from another horse on the bridge or anything of the sort, you're not going to find those because they've been washed away by rain. Um, so currently you just see the walls with this gate with this rope. Um, you can't tell if anybody's really been here. The, the entrance, as you guys were... Give me a perception check on this next part, actually. Party-wide, or...? Yeah, you know what? 
Everybody give me one. I'll do some math. Boom. I got over 20. Over 20 or what? I'm not sure. I got a 16. 16. Yeah. 22. 22. I got a nat 20 and got 27. Woo! Bam! We're rolling again. Okay. Uh, perception. perception. So I got 23. Boom! Holy hell. All right. So everybody killing it at this perception. You guys are seeing that as you guys walk up, there's old tracks leaving this place. But this rain is so fresh, you can tell that, like, as your horse and your carriage and you guys are taking steps into this mud, it is leaving very evident tracks. And you can tell that those tracks, the way that they're filled up with water, are old tracks. Like, nobody's come in here or really left here in quite some time. You would say probably two, maybe three weeks since there's either been a visitor or since they've left this place. Which, again, would align with the stories and missions you've gotten. One of them being from the literal <laughs> owner of this hunting lodge, uh, Falcon himself. Dude's name is Falcon? Okay. His name's... It, it, is his, it is his hunting lodge. It is Falcon's hunting lodge. Oh, uh, I, see. I thought it was the Falcon, Falcon hunting lodge or something like no, that. No, no, it's, it's Falcon's hunting lodge. And uh, you guys have heard about the idea that, like, he'll be more privy to you if you give him some nice liquor that he hasn't had in a while. You guys have plenty of different liquors in the nightcap tap room but i think that the real star of the show is going to be cad warden's endless flask of whatever fucking liquor you want so i think that's going to help you guys when you meet him but you if you're looking for information on whether or not commotion's been here nothing's happened and you can tell that nothing's happened for quite some time is it fair to say that that rope is some means of alerting the people on the other side that we're out here yeah it's it's very close to the front of this gate it, it might as well have I'm, a sign that says pull me for attention yeah i'm moving up to yank it okay and i'll, I'll pause before i do and look at the group make a deck save no <laughs> no i'm just fucking yeah. with you. uh <laughs> yeah. uh and then i yank it as no okay. one objected cool um as you do, you pull on the rope, and it doesn't just, like, immediately pull down. It seems to have some resistance. You kind of have to pull down with some vigor. As you do, you feel the rope slip down, and as it slips one foot, you feel a little bit of give. And then it slips down another, like, six inches, and it gives another bit of give. And eventually, you hear a clanging, and it is just a large bell sound. You guys are all very aware of it, and you guys stand there for a second, again, soaking wet with a carriage with two real horses and one dead horse, just standing in the rain, hoping somebody's going to open this for you. And as you do, you hear somebody shuffling on the other side of this door, and he... Hey, I just want to say real quick, when it's raining, Mud Boy's mud gets washed away somewhat and it starts to look kind of like he's glittering because you can see parts of his chainmail underneath oh that's glorious i love it but it's I constantly it. like flowing out again so yeah you don't ever like you're poor like, on yeah it's basically like it's washing uh -huh. away the mud outside of the chainmail right yeah no that's when he that's moves glorious. you see a lot more of it i love it thank you that's glorious 
as you guys are standing there, Mudboy's muscular form shining in the in the moonlight. He pulls on this string, glistening his shoulders even more. He pulls down this bell, and you guys hear this solid ringing before somebody says, I'm on my way! And you hear shuffling on the other side of the door before hearing a large clash of wood against wood, and then metal being tinged and the door starts slowly opening as this one person is just using their full body weight to pull the whole thing he introduced himself and says hi i'm i'm corwin how can i help you help him push it up by shoving from below the door you know so oh, so i'm mud boy yeah oh hi mud boy thank you for the help it's so appreciative this door is so goddamn heavy <laughs> Keep out the bad shit. Good. Yes. We're, uh... Uh, come in, come in, come in. Uh, hold on a second. You do realize there's a bone horse following you, right? Yeah, he's cool. He doesn't need fluid or anything. He won't be any issue. Oh, he's... Is he going to scare the other horses? Um... That's a good question. I hadn't considered it. Maybe we'll just, uh... We'll put a blanket on him. All right, that sounds reasonable. Uh, we'll bring him in. Come on, follow me this way. <laughs> it's it's so wet out here. I just really want to get out of this rain. Let's get you guys inside. He rushes you guys into the confines of this establishment and gets Mudboy's assistance again to close the door. You guys come in with your horse and your carriage, and he says, "I'll I'll take these off to the stables." Obviously, your horses do not seem to mind the skeletal horse, so I'm going to try and make it so that only your horses see your skeletal horse, because I, I really worry about our horses and their emotional trauma after such an experience, but I understand this a bit, so go go ahead and go inside, and uh, I'll... He's very friendly. I'll meet you. I think they might get along just fine. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> he just kind of takes the reins of the, the the three horses and leads them the way. He says, the, the door is just ahead. Go ahead and uh, go in. You guys open the door, and as you guys walk in... Dallas? Yes? I'm just slightly disappointed that not every NPC that sees me offers me a bath immediately. Just, just a tiny bit. All right, I'll keep that in mind. You're going to be walking into the actual house. And, like, yeah. as far... You said yourself you were more glinting from your armor. Um, Only barely, but yeah. But and they're all maybe when you... Torrential, maybe then... when you start walking into the building and you're pouring mud onto the ground, they might be like, please go clean yourself. But currently, you you just look like a muddy patron. But that is something to keep in mind. I will definitely reaffirm you in your wishes. Reassess my... Uh... <laughs> My style here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you guys open the door and you guys see a huge gallery that has a second story that has a huge trophy wall of different heads on there. Several of them being orc heads. All the chairs are tall-backed black chairs. There's two chandeliers hanging from the center of the room. As you 
walk in, there is a second person. So Pell, an old chef man wearing an apron, walks out and says, Hello, folks. Ah, it's nice to see you. I am assume you're here to have a nice drink and a night's stay. How can, how can we help you? What, what would you like? And he hands you guys like menus. If anybody would like to know what's on the menu, I'll make some shit up. <laughs> That's I want all right. Bangers and mash. Absolutely. And, this guy says, and "Oh, bangers and mash, my favorite." Says, "I'll, I'll get that up to you real stout. quick." Oh, and the stout. My favorite too. I think we're gonna get along, and he kind of gives you like an elbow nudge. What about the rest of you? Uh, I ate on the way here. I'm fine. All right. Uh, what about a drink? Uh, sure, I'll take a take a stout or whatever something. Yeah, you want one of the stouts too? And he goes up for a high five. <laughs> you want to lower that a little bit? Oh, sorry, low five. Thank and then he, he puts his hands down, and yeah, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, stouts." <laughs> Oh god, he's one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> he makes the stuff, so you don't know that yet, but he makes the stuff, and that's why he's like, fuck yeah. No. Uh what what about you, little Missy? And uh the two of you in the back, you seem kinda quiet. And he points to uh Giyu and Snarky. I'll have a glass of milk. Milk <laughs> Would you like goat or chicken? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> it's my world, Jacob. Chickens have milk. Oh, that means hey, they have tits, Dallas. What have you done? There's breast meat, Jacob. Dallas, it's a chicken goat. That's yes? better. Come on. I don't Come on. like chicken goat. Like, would be a better idea. Is this like a living creature of like a turducken? We'll yes. find out. You have an ass. He said chicken <laughs> or goat. <laughs> Water. All right, I got you a water, man. Uh, springs are carbonated. I want to go home. <laughs> water. Why are we at this lodge again? It was just on the map. I forget. Do we have a quest here? You were supposed to be getting a reward from the owner here for clearing out the woodland mans, and you guys were kind of hoping, like, not only for a place of respite, but for also to, like, get some knowledge from okay. this guy. Uh, okay. But this is fun, in my opinion. <laughs> It's it's precious. <laughs> I'd be a Grinch if and I said that. I'd also like a uh, grandpa's ham sandwich. Oh, absolutely. Your grandpas uh, are I, mine. No, a ham sandwich made just like my grandpa. Okay. <laughs> I, I he's got a you, child man. after all. And he just kind of like. Are you? I feel yeah. like he's you, not gonna have alcohol. I feel like you you think you do, but you you do. <laughs> I I got this. And he just kind of high fives himself. Uh, miss anything for you? <laughs> All right, I'm guessing we don't have anything on the menu that you'd like. And you, and then he points to Snarky, and Snarky said, do you have something vegetarian? He's like, I, I got a salad. And Snarky's like, that works. All right, cool. A chicken salad. <laughs> no chicken salad. That's where we get our milk. <laughs> oh, this just gets oh, worse. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> release me from this hell uh, oh this is good I, I love this game uh i told you i wanted an escape from the real world i'm sorry my world is worse <laughs> chicken titties we're gonna start calling them formally chitties titties yes exactly Exactly. Oh, god damn it. All right. So the chef, he bounces out of there. As he does, the owner of this 
lodge comes out what you see is a human with a fur-lined cloak a uh, studded leather armor and he stands about six and a half feet tall he's got black hair broad shoulders but his eyes are blue and cold and sharp as ice he's got a nicely trimmed beard though but other than that he walks down the stairs and he seems fairly confident. He doesn't seem to question who any of you guys are. He's just like, hey, welcome. How, how are you guys doing? What What's up with you? Oh, we're here to deliver some news. We're here oh, to investigate that? a problem. You you posted a missive about... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, the works and shit. Yeah. In that, in that woodland manse. I'm pretty sure they're working with some magic user. Oh, hmm. yeah. The orcs are popping up all, all over the place. And like the one or two that I've captured, and he kind of like boastfully points to the second level where there's again like there's a like a deer head an elk head there's a fox there's an orc, an orc? and then there's Jesus another Christ. orc and then another orc and he's like half of his collection up there that he's boasting about is orcs uh, he's like S some of them have just been talking about somebody and i quote i should be worried about i don't like that I'm trying to, you know, make my business happen here. I'm waiting for these rich folks to come out here and let me basically hunt for them. And uh, I don't want that messed up, especially not by these dirty orcs. Oh, okay. uh, again, racism. Check. Somebody give me a racism check. That's, it's a, that's racist. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you tell me if it's not anyone who says dirty orcs. Like it's one thing. It's like like yeah, my shop got robbed by some black guys. It's another thing to say that yeah, my shop got got robbed by a bunch of dirty blacks. You know, yeah, for sure. One has definite racial connotations. The other one is just a descriptor. You know, yeah. No, I totally understand. <laughs> this guy is definitely Former. being derogatory as fuck. Uh, either way, yeah, he he was saying Some that song of the South bullshit. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's saying, you know, like yeah, I, Lord, I, some I, of your party members are racist as fuck. Well, that's just are we all? Is that, his <laughs> no. voice? Is that his voice? No, that was the chef. That was the chef who yelled. I don't remember what the fucking guy's name voice was. Yeah. No. Hey. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> hey. Hi. No. He's uh, having an existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going with this one now. This is where we're at. My name is Falcon. Uh, yeah, so the information I got from these orcs, as he points boastfully, is is that uh, there's somebody out there that they're working for, and they've got a serious card in their back pocket. And I think they're getting ready to pull it out and play it. He then winks at Giyu. <laughs> I think I get what you're I saying. This. I don't. Can you can you explain it to me like I'm fine? <laughs> he summoned a trap card. No. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! I hated you. <laughs> I hate go home. Uh, and that's where the episode ends tonight. No, at this top tier pun, we can't top this tonight. Uh, anyway, he talks to you for a second, and you guys chill he he brings you up to the the deluxe like bedroom he he says you know like this is the best place for all of us to chill there's a lot more seats and comfortability here you guys walk in there and like to be honest it looks like it's ready for some sexing 
Uh, there's a way too many bean bags. There's weird pillows that are cut at like specific angles. And like the bed is like very low to the ground and it's very big. And for some reason, there's like a sunken part of it where there's like a full circle of like couch before a table in the center. You guys ever seen a sunken living room? Yeah, yeah, those things are fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, so it's one of those, but there's a bed on the other side of it and a bunch of beanbags and weird triangle sex pillows. Um, but it's a good place for you guys all to chill. He starts talking to you guys. You know, I, I've i been seeing all these orcs in the woods, uh, like, as of late. They're just absolutely ugly brutes, and I, I've been trying to take out as many as I can, but uh, the orcs that I've seen, they appear to be in league with some, like, evil half-orcs that okay, are... Okay, real quick. I, I, I have a quick question. Do they own this property, the Mance? The who? The orcs. Is this, like, is the Mance theirs? Uh, they're... It was owned by somebody else, and then that person died, and they didn't bequeath fifteen. They've been summoning a bunch of thunderstorms and stuff, like and making sacrifices to thunder people. You're a hundred percent on that. It's not just like been a rainy season. I I've seen the lightning. It just appears. It's maybe you're right. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm here. I see thunder that doesn't seem uh, like seem normal. I've seen thunderstorms, you know, like I know what they look like, but these don't seem like normal ones. And all the orcs that I've talked to and murdered have said that they're uh, that they're gonna get me with some thunderstorms. And so two and two, sometimes it makes fish. That's where we're at. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hmm. Hmm. Right, just just wanted to double check. <laughs> He's like, you guys got a drink though? Like, I, we haven't resupplied in a minute because I don't tell been... him a goddamn thing. <laughs> no, it's kind of sketchy as fuck. No, you don't have a drink for him. That's fine. <laughs> He's like, all right, all right, fine, 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 fine. Either way, they they appear to be in the league with these evil ass half orcs, and uh, there seems to be like some sort of little stick creatures that are creeping around the woods, and they seem to be working together. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of these little stick creatures, and uh, they they dwell in that, like I said, that stone manse overgrown with all those vines. It's it's only like ten miles from here, uh, but they say that the the manse was built by a scholar who studied the elven ruins that are scattered within these woods. But that person perished, probably discovering things about the woods. Then their establishment went to the orcs many years later. Like I I don't think the orcs are good. I don't agree with him. I've heard many tales about your guys's murderous uh, escapades with orcs. And I just like, when I heard that, I was like, we got to put in an ad of our own. I've got, I've got these really cool boots. They're elven kind. They're real nice boots. I'm not going to tell you all about them, but if you know anything about elf boots, you know, they're good boots. That's nice. I like, Boots. Who wants these boots anyway? You don't get them now. <laughs> oh, where's these boots at? Well, I have them here, and he pulls them out again. But <laughs> you, you can't have them though. Not until what you get rid hell? of these. You got to get rid of these orcs. Ah, fuck. He continues to kind of drink with you guys, and 
Corwin, the stable boy, comes up stairs after a while and knocks. He is like, is it clear? And Falcon says, yeah, you're good this time. Corwin opens the door. Would would you guys... You guys had stated some wants and eats from the the chef. I've I've brought them here. And he hands you guys out your different drinks and food before saying, Do you plan to stay the night? I can prepare your rooms. Are you all wanting separate rooms? We've we've only got three rooms currently. Aside from this master here, which we like to reserve to the highest paying clients. I think our our accommodations are fine. You have your own accommodations, so you won't be staying here. Okay. That is fine. Um, well, here's your food. What? Here's your food and drink, and uh, we shall see you in the morning. Or are you gonna head out bright and early and go go get what needs to be get gotten? We're just gonna get out and a head start, you know. Oh, you're gonna head out now. Uh, no, we'll do it at first light, I suppose. Okay. All right. That's understandable. That's understandable. Well. You guys have a wonderful night, and uh, the food that the chef makes you is so delicious. I want you guys all to have plus two temp health. Okay, so you guys are here, and the only thing to do from here is to head to the next place. So you guys wake up in the morning and having you don't like beginning. exactly. You got you know you, you got to hit the city anyway. When you guys wake up in the morning, somebody goes out there, stands on the head of Nugget, and says, "Let's let's go, yip yip." And uh, you guys start marching forward to the next place. I need to ask you guys whether it's going to be the Woodland Mans or the Circle of Thunder. Uh, Circle of Thunder is where they're supposed to be half orcs and orcs working together to summon storms. The Woodland Mance, they're supposed to be magical half-orcs that the Falcon Hunting Lodge would like you to get rid of. A lot of orcs around here. And half-orcs. And they're all doing not good things. I Again, I feel like it's kind of racist towards orcs. Well, what do we reach first if we follow the river? If you follow the river... Well, we, have to, we have to move back in, like, Northland if we want to Let me uh, the, pull the up the, the right map for you guys. So, you guys are currently at the falcon's hunting lodge if you guys head directly east you guys will get to the woodland manse or if you head northeast you will get to the circle of thunder neither of those are necessarily going to get you there by following the river like if you really wanted to be crazy you could follow the river all the way around and get back to the circle of thunder but that would take you like a day and a half whereas if you just head dirt towards the direction that Xanth is telling you to go, you guys can get to the Circle of Thunder in a day. I just need to know which one you're going for. I'm more more eager to the meds. I want to see what these dudes are up to. We got one for each now. We got two other people to vote. Yeah, I don't have a a preference either way, so... um... We got a tiebreaker vote. uh, uh, Excuse me. Skew. God damn it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of don't care either. Okay, so again, I'm just going to throw this out there. Circle of Thunder, Xanthus told you there's this going on. Woodland Mance is the actual mission that you grabbed from the town that Falcon's Hunting Lodge, Falcon, is going to pay you, and he's going to give you boots of an elven kind. So, like, 
those you don't know what's going to come from the circle of thunder except for the fact of like potentially negating bad things from happening you know potentially bad things are happening at the woodland manse but you're going to get rewarded um roll a die for it hearing it like Um, that i vote circle of thunder this is more effective on the like Mm -hmm. surrounding area yeah uh sounds like we've got at least a two versus one situation sure um so Let's go Circle of Thunder. I expected, to be honest, a little bit less racism and more <laughs> interaction at the Falcon's Hunting Lodge. But it was like, oh, you're racist. We're going to do your fucking quest anyway because you're going to pay us. But Very anti-racism. Uh, understandable. Understandable. As I'm saying, you guys leave the Falcon's Hunting Lodge in the morning. And about halfway to where you think the Circle of Thunder is based on what Xanth is saying... You come upon a 60-foot-wide forest clearing, in the middle of which is a black, needle-like spire, a 40-foot-tall pine tree ravaged by fire long ago. Its limbs have been burned off. Tied to the bottom of the dead tree are several ghastly dolls made of twigs bound with black hair. Hmm. Hmm. It's very ominous. My old long Do the sword. twigs look like the same effigies that were in the Hunter's Lodge? Uh, not in the Hunter's Lodge. You mean the um, uh, loggers' camp? Yes. Yes, they look very similar. We should break those. Um, what did the other ones do? They just fell apart harmlessly, or did they do a thing? They fell apart harmlessly, but the knowledge behind it was that those broke whatever like charm or curse was being placed upon the area. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, then recognizing them, uh, we'll all take our weapons and smack it. Okay. Bye-bye. As the first one of you crack open this twig doll, you realize that there is a heart still beating in it. And when you break it apart, the heart slowly comes like a human heart? to us. Uh, it is... Give me a nature check. Me? I'll do it. It, well, I mean, you guys are all cracking them open and realizing there's a heart in there. If you are questioning what kind of heart it is, give me a nature check. 18. Okay. Um, I don't Anybody know if I'm else. cracking like, it open. It could just be this. I think you're going to have to go with that 18. Okay, cool. I've got a well, um, as Cad Warden breaks it and tries to snap this thing open and the heart just kind of plops out to the ground, still slightly beating, he looks at it and realizes this isn't a man's heart. This is a porcine heart. This is a pig's heart or a boar's heart that is still beating within it until it hits the ground and slowly comes to a stop. Okay creepy yeah. i hate it i hate it hey, let's just quickly so, destroy all of these how things. many just quick question how many do you guys break how many are there um i believe there's six yeah we six. break six what so wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> just have a time out, time out. after the first one uh, uh well you and me broke one at least uh, so there's two. yeah uh, is okay so uh, it's okay no so so let's just say there's one for each of you there's five out of the six dolls that are broken with a heart beating on the ground what do you guys do from that point i want mr pippins to cast detect magic to see if these things are cursing us or anything like that he 
pulls out his detect magic and recognizes a level of transmutation magic emanating from the tree and the ground 60 feet around it and that it is somehow connected to the hearts that you are seeing exposed from these dolls. Okay. Uh, I don't know, guys. You just want to quickly kill these things and move on? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I would gross. rather just Eldritch Blast. Gross. These things are bad vibes. <laughs> they do not pass the vibe check. Turn more up. What'd you guys decide to do with them hearts? We're just going to quickly dispose of them, like fucking scoop and destroy, you know? Well, scoop and destroy. Craig. Okay. So you guys just decide to destroy these hearts. You guys grab them up off the ground and individually you guys stab them, smash them, whatever the case may be. But as you guys do, (laughs) giant black roots come erupting from the ground. And I need all of you guys to make a dexterity saving throw. What shoots up out of the ground? Uh, Large black roots roots coming from this burnt and charred tree. Ten. That's a, uh, an 11. I got a 14. And that's all my inspiration. Okay, so one success. <laughs> uh, so one success. You know what? Actually, give me advantage. Because this is five different rolls. Uh, I'm going to give you guys one more chance to make it above it. Uh, Corey, you can take oh, that extra, that but time. you don't have to, you know, lose it. Okay. Uh, what does everybody else get? Ten. <laughs> Nineteen. There you go. Fourteen. Okay, and so that means only Cad Warden is taking this full damage. Oh, good. Um, I like those words. Yeah. So everybody except for Cad Warden takes ten points of bludgeoning damage, whereas Cad Warden takes you, twenty. You take twenty points of bludgeoning damage oh, as these roots just come flying around and whipping around in every direction, and you get smacked against the tree itself, landing onto one of the barbed spikes that have been burnt away. I'm sorry, sir. Okay, I'm fine. Doesn't even and Cad Warden, I hate to tell you this, you're also restrained because they've wrapped around you. Did these fucking roots also fuck my mom or something? Let's go. Fuck they these <laughs> What else have they done? Can I get an initiative roll from you guys just real quick? Just real quick. No big deal. Four. I got a four too. I got a ten again. What's I got your a nine. mod? Give you plus one. All right. Okay. So right now, Cad Warden is wrapped in a vine and kind of being thrown around, while the rest of these have slapped all of you individually for destroying a heart. And he is the only one who's been rasped up in it and is still playing around. It is his turn currently. You are restrained, but you can escape. Strength check. Oh, okay. Or by cutting into this thing and dealing some damage. Yeah, I'll blast the roots off me with Eldritch Blast. There we go. And that's just a cantrip, so... (laughs) Yeah, do it. Uh, A lot. (laughs) What is the AC of root? What's the square root? AC is 13. uh, Yes. (laughs) And the damage is a lot also. Cool. uh, Well, then, yeah, so you're getting choked out by this fucking tentacle of a root, and you pull out your pickaxe, and you just slam it down on the thing, and it breaks through this root, and the, like, psychic 
rock force that comes from your thing, it smashes into another one and it breaks that one. So there's only two more of these roots flaring about, but you have one more heart that you haven't destroyed. That is the end of your turn, I mean, I'm guessing? We, yeah. Okay, then uh, Fern, it is your turn. Cad Warden has broken himself free. There are two more tentacles flailing about. There's also one more doll that you assume has another heart that will summon another root. Back away. <laughs> I want to use my moon to back away from this area with all the fucking roots. <laughs> That's yeah. possible. Well, I think maybe I'll just use my long cord and slash at one of the tentacles. Try to cut it. That sounds brilliant. Okay. Give me an attack. I've already said it. AC is 13. Okay, so it's um, ten, 10 to hit. Uh, uh, it does not. You, you slash at it, but it is whipping around in such speed that you're not able to make full contact with it. You mm-hmm. simply glance across it and like a small pile of black ichor seems to come leaking out of the spot where you slashed it at, but it quickly hardens and seems to make the root itself a little bit tougher. I'll move backwards away from it. Yeah, that's a good idea too. (laughs) Mud boy, it is your turn. There are still two roots flailing about trying to reach at anybody. Cad Warden just broke himself free of one by destroying one. Um, That's where you're at. This tree and the hearts and everything, it's like right near Circle of Thunder or... You're getting closer. As you guys have made your way from the Falcon's Hunting Lodge, you guys came across the large black tree and you guys decided to scope it out. Yeah. Um, So we're about like halfway to almost... Yes. Somewhere around there. Okay, cool. That's great to know. So I'm gonna swing at the nearest one with my new fancy magic longsword. Nice. Yes, Go ahead. That'll be like a twenty-one. Nice. Okay. So you you hit. What's your damage on it? Seven damage. Oh Damn. no no All hold right. on hold on hold on hold on. I just made a silly fool of myself. I I four thrift uh and then added four damage. Eleven damage. Yeah, so you this thing comes flying at you, and instead of dodging it, you crouch down and you swing from your left to your right, and you slash at the base of this root, and it goes flying above your head, flying above Fern's head, and goes smashing into the trees on the other side of this clearing. Is there anything else you can do? No. Nope. Maybe another attack? No. Oh, I do have another attack. All right, there's, <laughs> what, is there one left, or there's two left? Uh, there's one left. 18 or 19. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, so you you swipe at one and it goes flying over yours and Fern's head before slamming into the trees on the other side of the clearing. And as you do that, another one seems to reactively come slamming towards where that cut was made. And it slams down. And as it does, you bring your sword up in an arcing motion and you slice off the tip of this thing. And it just goes flopping off to the side. And it tries to bounce and rasp at Fern before just completely dissipating out of life. So you guys have destroyed all of the um, things. But Giyu, there is still one little doll that hasn't been opened or activated. But you guys have been attacking these things with the intent of, like, disrupting summoning. So there is one more that you could basically activate, and there would be another thing flailing at you. So So. I will stand at a very, very far distance in Eldritch Blasts. Hell yeah. 
So give me a hit on that thing. Gonna be an 18 to hit. All right, so you, you blast through this doll and you penetrate it and you hit the heart and it goes exploding. And as you do, a root comes popping up and give me a hit on the root. Uh, that's gonna be a 12. That's enough. So you slam your, your blast down and it smashes through the heart. Just as this root comes popping up, you blast the tip of this root. As it comes flying out, it doesn't have a tip and it just starts spewing plant Ugh. slime out of the tip of this thing. It is just absolutely coating the trees in this like aloe okay. vera mucus is the best way I can explain it. It's like crystal clear, but very thick and viscous. I was thinking slightly tinted green, but the yeah, same like viscosity. Yeah. yeah. So as you cut off the tip of this thing, like the hydraulic pressure it was using to maneuver is just completely dissipated and it ends up falling down and making quite a clamber as it does because this is the most intact root. But as that happens, the tree itself seems to change from this slightly charred tree to a entirely made out of charcoal tree it is no longer enchanted to live past its life its magic that's connected it to existence has been severed and it is wilting out of existence but you guys make your way a bit further knowing that you are very close to where xanth says this circle of thunder is and you guys are making your way through the trees and you hit a bit of a hill xanth says it's just on the other side of this hill i swear as you guys come up to the top of this clearing you look to the right and you see a small brigade of orcs mm. and that's where we're gonna call it all right holy shit cash cash money ah you guys did so good <laughs> we are the best yes you are good cliffhanger well hell yeah guys oh, thank you for good. joining me for another wonderful gaming session i love you all and uh, see you guys yeah. in two weeks. Oh, yeah. See you. Bye. Can't wait.